This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Anybody heard from the White Flash? No. I think you'll be here shortly, just a gut Excellent. feeling. I, yeah. I've got my, my ear to the ground. I'm listening. Good. Put the other one to the ground, too, then you got something. <laughs> Uh, it was uh, Death Race 2000 out there this morning. I swear to God, half the drivers were on a suicide mission. Whoa. I spent my commute trying not to die. I mean, you always do that when you're driving, but I had guys doing two-lane drifts. You know, oh, there he is. Two-lane drifts, oh. the only problem being I was already there, you know, and it's just oh, it's, it's crazy time. He's oh, here. afraid you were killed. It's a lunatic's day to drive today. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that a special yeah, so day? It's like flag day? I, they they <laughs> let them out of the mental institutions yeah. and give them the car keys. Did you mention a general manager? Uh, no, no, we haven't even begun, really. Okay, live, etc. Under the tutelage of our general manager. Surprise, general manager. It was 32 years ago uh, today that uh, young uh, Judith and myself went before a minister of the Presbyterian Church of the United States of America and uh, swore to have, hold, etc., uh, etc., et till death do us part. It's our anniversary today. Wow. Happy anniversary, baby. Love hey, you so much. Really, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We're still happy as newlyweds. 32? Isn't that amazing? 32 years. Wow. And what's your plan? To do it, or...? Do to what? Ce- to celebrate, <laughs> sir. You know, doing it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that's always my plan. Yeah, that's no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> As a guy, that's always your plan. Which Sometimes actually, it's plan B, but it's always ready. Which factors into a story I meant to do yesterday, I'll do today, about toxic masculinity. That's considered toxic masculinity, part of rape culture, the fact that guys always want to have sex. On the other hand, shut up. <laughs> that's my counter-argument. Shut up. Please. Every guy since the beginning of time when he's with his gal has been hoping it'd end in sex. That is now considered a pathology, something that's wrong with people. All right, fine. The the modern world's capacity to amaze me knows no bounds. Well, it's winning, though. See, that's where it bothers me. If it weren't winning, I I could ignore it and laugh at it, but it's winning. (laughs) Winning in the same way that Cleveland was ahead. Of the Golden State Warriors at times. They were winning I hope you're right. at those moments. I hope you're right. Yeah. It, it, insane rarely triumphs over sane for long. hope you're right. Uh, let's introduce everybody in squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. I did something this morning that I rarely do. I woke up from a dream laughing out loud. I don't know if you've ever laughed yourself awake. Wow. But it's pretty funny. When wow, that's happens. great. Yeah, it woke up. You know, my girlfriend, I mean, she wasn't happy. but <laughs> I've never laughed myself awake. But just so you guys know, I was dreaming that we were in a post-show meeting, and Sean was showing... Uh, Joe, on a, on a computer screen, golf footage, and what had happened was a drunken fan, it was a golfer putting the ball, Yes, a drunken fan had run 
with a baseball mitt on his hand and tried to intercept the uh, ball as it was heading towards the hole. And the ball bounced and hit this drunken fan in the head. Wow. And you guys thought it was so funny. And Joe thought it was so funny. (laughs) Wow, you're inventing your own viral videos in your subconscious. Right. Joe thought this was so funny. He was laughing until his face turned red. And Jack kept just looking at Joe going, are you okay, man? Are you okay? And we were all laughing and laughing. And then I woke up and I was laughing. Good times. It's a good thing to laugh yourself awake. Uh, That's a... That's a positive right there. Yeah. Uh, well, it's better positive. than when you wake up like you've just had a, a dream that you're fighting with your spouse or something. Right. And you wake up with anger chemicals in your brain uh, or fear chemicals takes or whatever. Takes all day long to shake it. Oh, it's terrible. There's positive. Sean, hey, how are you? Doing very well. Now, the uh, the 2018 World Cup takes place today. Hey, how did all of the coverage yesterday that I heard of the World Cup, mentioning that we we get the next World Cup, Failed to mention that we're not in the current World Cup that starts this week. Oh, we don't talk about How that. How did that not make any of the stories? It's a little uncomfortable. We spent a lot of money and we failed to Seems like a big part of the story. 30 years since we haven't made it. And we put way more emphasis on soccer now than we did 30 years ago. Nobody even knew it existed 30 years ago. It's not that big a deal. Only 32 countries make it in. We're a little country, an upstart. We don't have many athletes. We don't have many soccer fields. So did the FIFA or whatever they're called, did they just put out a press release and everybody read it and decided not to mention the fact that the United States failed to make it? (laughs) Oh, we don't really want to talk about it. There's there's no reason to dwell on the uh, the uncomfortable negative. negative. But since we are not out, the odds are still there for the 32 countries uh, playing. Brazil is the favorite to win it all. Uh, Spain and Germany are the the next in line. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to root for as a proxy. Normally, my default for for the competitions is the Netherlands, but I see that uh, they don't seem to have made it either. Ooh. So I gotta I gotta try to find a team to root for. Finland, Morocco. I don't know. My son Declan is rooting for Morocco, Morocco so that's my team. So, so 32 teams make it in? Yes. Yeah. How are we not among the best 32 teams on the planet at something that every freaking kid in the country plays? Well, the Tunisians are very good this year. There are <laughs> countries that made it that would embarrass you. It's because somewhere around middle school, all the ath- the really good athletes drift over to baseball, football. And, uh, I don't know. Basketball. we got 350 no, million people well, kicking around when it? you count illegals, many of whom can play soccer pretty well. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incomprehensible we can't barf up a good enough team to make the top 32. Both of those are true. If our best athletes went into soccer, oh, we would dominate. Like LeBron James on a soccer field is a force that could not be stopped. But if we should still be able to compete in the World Cup with our leftover you athletes. I think we'd be able to make the top 32. Anyway. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very, very well. We do have a very special celebrity, billionaire, political birthday today. Oh, my. Yes, indeed, it is President Trump's birthday. He is turning 72 this day. That's a bing, big bing, birthday. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. Network. So he turned 40 on the day Joe yeah. got married. Wow. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, your, your math skills. You didn't even know that Trump was anything. I uh, We probably would have paused during the ceremony to recognize his 40th birthday if we'd known. <laughs> Net worth, well, the question is, Donald Trump worth $3 billion or $10 billion? Trump is very, very or rich. Or $400 million or Yeah, whatever. yeah. That, that long, was it Washington Post expose? Yeah. They say he might be worth somewhere around $200 million. Yeah, yeah. But did you see where Ivanka and Jared... 
Little Jared made eighty-two million bucks yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Can't wait for my parents to become president. That's going to be great. <laughs> anyway, everybody agrees he's very, very rich. They just disagree about how rich he is. So we'll say whatever. His whatever. Worth, Release the taxes. His net worth <laughs> is yet to be determined. Yeah, and I still say that's the most likely reason for not releasing the taxes yeah. is not the. Uh, Russia stuff. Yeah. It's he just trying to get closer to what he's actually worth. Right. And he's been exaggerating that forever because that's what he does. And it's, you know, helpful to his business. Sure. Yeah. If a guy just scraping by comes around and says, hey, I want to buy a hotel and a, build a golf or I want to build a hotel and a golf course here. You think, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe if one of the world's great billionaires, he's worth many billions of dollars, comes into town, swaggering into town. It's just a different vibe. Well, and apparently, according to that article, and I don't doubt this, people like him who are known billionaires, there's just there's really no there's hardly any paperwork involved right. in borrowing money. There's no background check or five years of taxes or anything like that. You're a known billionaire. You want to borrow money from us? Sure. How much do you need? Right. Just do it. Happy to do it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Happy birthday to him. Happy anniversary to you. Thank you very much. It's a festive day and it's flag day. That's right. Fly fly the flag. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. My son stole my pants. I'll have to tell that story later. Mm. It's Thursday, June 14th, the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve this program. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Then you talk to me I about that. Said you, okay. you gotta give us a shot. You know what? You gotta give us Mary, a shot. Okay, Tom. listen to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> that was what we were enjoying after the show yesterday. A mic'd umpire and mic'd baseball players screaming at each other on the field, which is just god fantastic. You gotta give us a shot! Come on, Tom! Give us a shot! Tom. Terry Francona of the best. Uh, that Major League Baseball has taken that tape down virtually everywhere it was yesterday. You can still find it on YouTube. I suggest you capture it if you enjoy it to share with that your friends. That was the most enjoyable baseball thing I've seen since Game 6 of the Houston World Series last year. Oh, no. We're finally getting attention for the first time in a decade. Let's <laughs> shut this down. <laughs> Jack, no rebroadcast, reencapsulation, or broadcast is permitted without uh, express written consent of Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah, the smart thing is to mic everybody live. Right. Every player, every all ump, the, everything. All the time. Yeah. Right? And, and, and offer it on cable. I watched that. <laughs> Heck yeah. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, Trump's Fox interview with Brett Baer made some comments about Kim Jong-un really stirring the pot yeah, today. Yeah, I want to talk about that. I'm not bothered by what he said. Oh, listen to the Trumpkin. Next generation of mental health treatment, psychedelics, and actor Jamie Foxx charged with slapping a woman in the face with his junk. Ooh, oh, wow. Stories coming up. Jeez. Wow. Ooh, That's the old... Uh, you know what? No, nobody wants that. No. <laughs> nobody no, asks for it. Um, uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's rather harsh, Jack. We come in for some nasty oh, criticism. Yeah. I'm afraid it's a, uh, not for the children. Hmm. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a couple of Trump's interviews. Interesting stuff. I think people need to grow up. You can't handle the truth. I think might be the problem that we're dealing with here. Yeah, let's have heap and helpings of Brett Bear and then Donald Trump today. It's it's good stuff if you haven't heard it. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. One, that 
uh, video and audio from the umpire and the coaches and the managers and the players arguing on the baseball field. We have that video at our website, armstrongandgetty.com. It's being taken down all over the place where they can by Major League Baseball. But check it out while it's still available because if you're into baseball, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. And I've been watching baseball since I was a little kid. It's fantastic. I've always wondered what those people were saying when they're screaming at each other out on the, on the field. This is the, the, the most inside of that you've ever seen. I've watched it at least a dozen times. I've watched it over and over again. I, uh, my buddy Brian the umpire, I've asked him about it. We're going to talk about it today. It's just great. Very entertaining. Yeah. Also, um, It's not safe for work unless you work at like a slaughterhouse or somewhere where <laughs> people scream obscenities at each other all the time. Then nobody will notice. And one more example of where we are and what things really are. The Mooch, Anthony Scaramucci... <laughs> was on Stephen Colbert last night with Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Ugh. They are now a team and launching a show together. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. To give you an idea of what they are and where we are as a country. CNN had this guy on, the other guy, the lawyer guy, whatever his name is. And don't tell me. I don't want to know. Uh, they he had him on every day for three weeks so with a straight face. As if he was, you know, some serious scholar who was going to get to the bottom of the country's problems. Right. I want to talk more about that because I finished yeah. the Wiener documentary last night, and it all kind of fits together, and it's 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 pretty interesting. Mailbag. It's not a documentary about how they make hot dogs. It's a documentary about Anthony Wiener, the congressman, and New York Slash Mayor Flasher. Hulk. Slash Flasher, yeah. Right. First of all, your freedom-loving quote of the day from Frederick Bastiat, the economist, the thinker, the great liberty-loving guy from back in the day. If the natural tendencies of mankind are so bad that it is not safe to permit people to be free, how is it that the tendencies of these organizers are always good? Do not the legislators and their appointed agents also belong to the human race? Or do they believe that they themselves are made of a finer clay than the rest of mankind? Or, to quote the great Milton Friedman, Is it really true that political self-interest is nobler somehow than economic self-interest? I think you're taking a lot of things for granted. Just tell me where in the world you find these angels who are going to organize society for us. I was actually thinking about that on the drive-in because I was listening to a story about FIFA. That's the, uh, the 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 governing body of world soccer, and about as crooked as those chiropractor yep. pens we and were talking as about. Freaking corrupt as possibly can be in how they awarded what country gets the World Cup in that. Well, if I was in FIFA, I'd take bribes all day long. Well, and the the announcer talked. I about, wouldn't say where I'm going to lunch until somebody bribed me. And the announcer talked about you know another institution that people have lost faith in, and I was thinking about you know on on a more important. Uh, matter people have lost faith in uh, the church certainly in government at all kinds of levels including like the fbi and stuff like that but in every case i can think of it was deserved it's it it, it turns out this is who they are and probably were yeah our faith was wrong well said our faith in all these institutions so I, i've seen all these polls about people losing faith in institutions the the missing part of that is we were wrong in the beginning. We're not wrong. It's not a travesty that these great mm-hmm. institutions have fallen. Right. Really, the problem is that we ever had so much faith in these institutions. We were saps. Whether they're polit- politicians, law enforcement, clergymen, yeah. whatever. You just have to be careful it doesn't devolve into cynicism. Right. Skepticism and cynicism are very different things. But the, but the assumption, just like those quotes there, that human nature ends when you get into certain organization is... Well, it's a pretty stupid thing to think. It's really, really stupid. 
Uh, now, oh, I'm sorry. Whoops, not now. Wait a minute. Now is in a moment. Uh, that's the title of my new uh, mind-blowing psychedelic <laughs> album. Now, now is in a moment. <laughs> One song, 67 minutes long. You need like a half a bottle of Valium and you put it on. I play a 35-minute guitar solo <laughs> in this song. Now is in a moment. That's right. <laughs> The real reason the U.S. isn't in the World Cup, according to Ian and Tijuana, uh, the real reason we didn't make it in is that we call it soccer. It is football, or simply foot in the rest of the world. Well, at least we get to avoid the embarrassment. Perhaps the USA plays Mexico, and the crowd is completely full of people wearing, waving Mexican flags in the United States, which has happened in the past. Yes, it has indeed. Uh, to the question, when did we start getting dumber? Uh, well, it was 1975. Yeah, that, uh, this has been tracked. This has been documented that Americans specifically worldwide, worldwide, gets... we all started getting stupider in 1975. <laughs> and we talked about why that was in a uh, scholarly and, uh, and, 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 and insightful fashion yesterday. IQ went up through the 20th century, started dropping in 1975. Uh, frequent correspondent Lothar writes, uh, it was in the 70s. I sat on a living room carpet. Working on some craft involving cardboard. <laughs> While my father watched some political discussion on TV, though I wasn't watching, I distinctly heard the following, and it stuck in his mind. Conservative representative said, you're deliberately dumbing down the population in order to control them. The Democrat responded, that's crazy. It would take 30 years or more to accomplish that. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, it's playing the long game. All right. Uh, oh. Long time, first time, love the short suit. You wear it significantly worse than LeBron, though, writes Kenny. Hey, Kenny, who asked you? Kenny from Virginia. What's a commonwealth anyway? Go. Why don't you grow some tobacco that gives people cancer? So I'm not Kenny six, from Virginia. So I'm not 6'9", 280 with 0% body fat? That's a crying shame. <laughs> None of the above. Uh, let's see. Interesting how the rise in suicide rates is so highly correlated with the number of participation trophies and Adderall usage. Thanks, Generation Xers. You raised essy, weak-minded kids and tried to place the blame on somebody else. Or does that make baby boomers culpable? Or can we just hashtag blame Trump? <laughs> that is always the, the interesting part of these uh, generational con- conversations, blaming various generations and ignoring the parents who raised them. Yeah, no kidding. It's not like it's in your kids DNA. These days, they're weak. <laughs> they're, they're weak. <laughs> Uh, Kenny from Virginia, we already have a national show. He signs off MTHM, Millennials That Hate Millennials. Uh, Very good. On with it now! On with the harsh criticism. See, now was in a moment, man. Uh, This is a note from Jay and Amy. I'm embarrassed for your show and crew. Neither of you two are the least bit interesting or funny. This is the best your station could do? Very sad day in radio, indeed. That hurt. I'm just happy to see Jay and Amy. Uh, teaming up to send us that bitter criticism. Uh, Jay and Amy, uh, you should see my house. Let's see, moving along. Not interesting or funny. Uh, no, that's, not, that's, well, that's not that's the sucks. least bit. That sucks. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, it's time to re, uh, retire. Oh, I don't have time for this, uh, this email from CJ. It includes the following phrases. I've been shocked by the castrato outbursts of Jack. The screeching. I visualize Walter Brennan being sodomized with a farm implant. Wow, don't visualize that. That's what <laughs> stop, I sound like? Stop it. Wow, this really, it's a rough day for us.
For the first time in the history of television, since the TV season just ended, the number one show in America was canceled. (laughs) And Marshall's News on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So, yes, for the first time ever, a television season has ended. What's a television season? Yeah, well... Um, uh, for all your uh, your 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 network shows, they they still have a season, and it ended roughly now. Mm. And um, at the when summer starts, it's the end of the TV season. The way it was when we grew up. Anyway, the number one show in America got canceled, which has never happened before. Roseanne, oh, which averaged right. 20, averaged twenty million viewers, got canceled, as we all know. Yeah, didn't she say something racisty? Uh, yeah. Did you have Val- oh, Valerie Jarrett, Planet of the Apes, right now, I remember. Right. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, Roseanne has been doing a bunch of, getting a bunch of information out on Twitter, talking about Malcolm X, Kanye West, not being a racist, etc. Some of it's entertaining. Also, hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow, speaking of celebrities, oh, had her goop convention over the weekend. We always like to make fun of that. Yes. So, I can't uh, believe I missed it. Details from that, $650 for the cheapest ticket to get into that oh, thing. Yes. Well, that's because oh. there's so much to see and learn and hear, and it's wonderful. They had a chakra clearing, a chakra cleansing tent, among other things. Well, that'd be worth the price of admission alone there. You get your <laughs> nice, clean chakra. Some more on that later. <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump did a one-on-one interview with Fox News' Brett Baer before leaving the Singapore summit, talking about the agreement with North Korea and dealing with Kim Jong-un. A man, Bear pointed out, has less than a stellar human rights record. He is a killer. I mean, he's clearly executing people. He's a tough guy. Hey, when you take over a country, tough country, with tough people, and you take it over from your father, I don't care who you are, what you are, how much of an advantage you have. If you can do that at 27 years old, you I mean, that's one in 10,000 that could do that. So he's a very smart guy. He's a great negotiator. But I think we understand each other. But I mean, he's still some, done some really bad things. Yeah, but so have a lot of other people done some really bad things. I mean, I could go through a lot of nations where a lot of bad things were done. So uh, here's your uh, penny in the corner of a round room moment for those of you trying to figure out if we're pro-Trump or anti-Trump. The answer is neither. Uh, he's at a point in negotiations with a really uh, horrific regime where it just wouldn't do any good to bring that stuff up. It's just it's not time. Now is the time to deal with the nuclear thing, clearly. And he's just, he's not going to make an issue of it, which is just smart. The other thing is, Trump is not nearly as good as he thinks he is at, like, talking his way out of stuff. I mean, the stuff he says, uh, hey, he's a tough guy, tough people. Yeah, they're tough. They're tough because they've been starved and beaten so much. It tends to toughen you up. Hey, he had to take over the country. Listen, he's a torturing murderer. His regime is morally indefensible. It's just not the time to talk about it. I don't mind him saying there are a lot of bad countries out there, because that's absolutely that's true. true yeah. And that's a perfectly good uh, retort. Look, we've been doing business with the Saudis, the Egyptians, all kinds of bad countries forever, because it served our interest. So to bring that up is just silly, in my opinion. Yeah. The time that it bothered me is when he did the interview with O'Reilly, and he said, hey, we do a lot of bad things. No, now that was out of bounds. Yeah. When you start to put us on the same plane with these other countries. But to act like North Korea is an outlier in terms of us doing deals with bad countries, that's just crazy. Or that Barack Obama or George W. Bush or or Bill Clinton or whomever 
like wouldn't let that stuff go to get a deal done for right. something bigger. Come on, all the time. It happens all the time. See Iran. Yeah. If you... Iran is the number one sponsor of terrorism on the planet Earth and has killed so many of our guys, and we just did a deal with them. They Come tor- on. torture dissidents routinely. If you believe CBS, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders is on her way out the door, and so is the Deputy Press uh, Secretary Raj Shaw. Now, the thing is, Sanders is throwing cold water on the idea, pushing back via Twitter, tweeting, Does CBS know something I don't know about my plans and my future? I was at my daughter's year-end kindergarten event, and they ran a story about my plans to leave the White House without even talking to me. God, how could you do that job and have a kindergartner? You can't even imagine. Wow. She writes, I love my job, and I'm honored to work for the POTUS. CBS News reporting Sanders is planning to leave by the end of the year. As for Shaw, though, the report says he hasn't determined where he'll leave. Shaw has yet to comment. Yeah, those gigs are, uh, they're high, high, high intensity, more than any of us can imagine. They chew people up. And you don't do that for four years or six years. Nobody does. No, no, it's a high rotation. Especially a young mom. I mean, like Jack said, I can't even picture how that would work. Turns out psychedelic drugs like LSD and the so-called magic mushrooms might really be able to help treat depression and addiction. Researchers at the University of California say the substances banned as illegal in the U.S. and other countries can rewire parts of the brain in a way that lasts longer than the drug's effects and rewire them in positive ways. And the first place I came across this, I mentioned it on the air, there was a New York Times article about a guy who had gone through cancer treatment like me and came out of it feeling like, you know, I just, the world seems flat to me now. I have that problem. And he did mushrooms and came out of it, where you just kind of feel like nothing seems that great anymore. For some reason, and they're not exactly mm. sure what causes it. Yeah, the scientists are saying uh, we got to make uh, psychedelics the next generation of treatment for mental health disorders of uh, many different types. Mm. So they're working on trying to uh, push to expand research, you know, at least I, the research. And, and I've made the point several times that every drug has multiple effects. Well, wasn't Viagra originally a, what was that, a hair, hair loss, loss product? A hair loss product. Something, yeah. and, and then, you know, uh, so how's your hair coming along? Never mind that. I've got a Woodrow all day long. You know, everybody came back and told the doctors the same thing. They realized, oh, my God, we've got an erection cure here. I didn't realize this. So it was completely accidental? Yeah. More or less, yeah. Huh. Yeah. They were trying to find something else. A world-changing drug, at least for the older set. And and, and the, the idea that, well, it, it can't possibly help veterans and people with PTSD because it makes you high. I mean, the God, oh, God, you people, you make me crazy. You have so little imagination. It turns out, look at it this way. This miraculous drug that could help people with terrible emotional problems has this weird side effect of it makes you feel giddy and wacky. That's all it is. It's a getting high is a side effect. It might be a beautifully effective drug. So get over it. And how's my erection out of that? I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Meanwhile, actor Jamie Foxx is facing a sexual misconduct allegation from a woman who claims he hit her in the face with his penis. Oh, boy. TMZ That's says... a heck of a claim. I'm so sorry you have to hear this, folks. You really ought to warn people of yeah, that sort no of kidding. thing. He's coming down no the kidding. pike, Marshall. No kidding. You're better than that. TMZ... You're better than that, Tommy! Come on, Tommy! We gotta have a shot! 
<laughs> TMZ says the accuser told police the alleged incident took place after she refused to perform. Yes, uh, we can guess. On Fox at a party at his Vegas Change the oil in his car? In a tooth and uh, Clean his kitchen? Uh, oral. Uh, the oral. I was joking. Yes, I know yes, what they were doing. The monologue uh, from yes, Hamlet. Uh, Anyway, she said she was kicked out of the house after she refused him and had to get treated at the hospital the next day for a severe panic attack. Oh, okay. It's because hey, for, for, for the blunt force trauma? I mean, come on. Now. <laughs> she, every time she turned around, she was afraid she was going to get hit with another one. Fox. Had a panic attack. Fox calling the allegations absurd lies. He's going to take legal action against the woman for filing an alleged false police report. God, what a he said, she said that is. Well, I'll tell you. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I wish I'd never heard that story. I find it disturbing. I'm certainly anti that sort of thing. But if you are at a party where that sort of thing is going on, that's what we call a wake-up call. That's when you realize how you're seen and what those people are really like. And maybe you decide to do other things with your time. Mm. Call your friends, wake up, there's a party going on. Is that what you meant? <laughs> that's, that's the wake-up call. No, that's not oh. what I meant. So Facebook confirms it is tracking your mouse movements on your computer screen, among other things. Facebook just plain spies on you all day long. The NPR did a big story on something insidious Facebook was up to, and they said Facebook told us they had no one available to answer our questions. Yeah. Oh, really? You got tens of thousands of employees. You couldn't find a single one to oh. say, I don't know. <laughs> no, they had no comment. Right. And uh, what it takes to be in the one to be a one percenter in every state, obviously it varies quite a bit. Among other things coming up. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of, of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So yesterday, I take the kids to the pool because uh, one of the pools near us has this giant water slide, right? It's like 30 feet high. Wow. It's a really cool water That's slide. It's a cool pool. It is. It is a cool pool. Cool. And, um, uh, and the kids have uh, never gone down before. Out of one out of fear, two out of not being tall enough. Um, for whatever year reason, this year they were ready to tackle it. And uh, and Henry was concerned he wasn't going to be tall enough. He's exactly 48 inches tall. Mm, Stands perfectly straight. And every time they switch lifeguards, the new lifeguard has to measure him because he looks like he might not be tall if he stands up there and he mm. just makes the cut. But anyway, so they've been going down that and just loving it. Just, 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 they, they just come out of there just beaming and laughing. And my six year old says, I want to do this every day. He's just so happy. He came out the other day. He said, I could do this with, no, with my hands tied behind my back. <laughs> and the, um, lifeguard stuck out a little thing to try to help him because it looked like he was floundering. He said, I can do it myself. And he dog battled his way over. It takes him like five minutes to get to the side. There you go. But, um, <laughs> so they wanted me to go down it. So, okay. All right. So uh, first they had, they wanted me to go off the diving board, which I did. And when I got onto the end of the diving board, I realized I haven't been on a diving board since 1986. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow. So what did you go with? The swan dive? The jackknife? It always looks a lot farther. When, you, when you're up there and you do the first look down? Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a long way. I wasn't scared or anything, but because uh, it was the low board, it wasn't the high board. But still, I had not been on a diving board in a very, very long time. I didn't even know there still were diving boards. They have low ones. They don't have the high ones. Yeah. But, um, uh, and my kids were standing at the side, and I told them they had to give me a score. Was the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> I just jumped straight in the air and went in. <laughs> Pencil, cannonball, can opener. <laughs> no, no. Just the uh, degree of first went down. Difficulty right. is a point two, Jim. Yeah, it's perfectly executed, but not very difficult. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so when I got to the top of the water slide, I saw my kids were up there talking to the guy a lot, the lifeguard up there, gesturing and everything like that. And they got down. I said, what are you talking to him about? And they said, he's really funny. He tries to entertain all the kids while they're waiting in line. I thought, oh, that's cool. He's a funny guy. So anyway, I got up there to go down the water slide. I got up there and and, and I said, uh, how do you suggest a guy my age uh, sits for maximum safety or whatever? And he said, it doesn't really make any difference. I said, well, do you have any advice to keep me from getting a heart attack? He said, eat less salt. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. A kindred spirit. Which I thought was very funny. Anyway, it was a good time. Good time for everyone. Yeah, he's like a stand-up, because yeah. he, he probably tries out these gags, and then he doesn't get a reaction on that, so he gets to try it out on three, four more people or something different. That's funny. I don't funny. think he gets a lot of people my age going up there. No, no. I, the last time I went to the water park with my kids, it was quite a few years ago, but uh, the one thing I realized is kids have more innate neck strength than adults. Because there's a lot of, like, you're sliding down, you're bouncing, and you're rolling, and your noggin wants to go here and there and whatever. And, and my head bounced off stuff a couple of times. <laughs> I thought, wow. Now, I have an enormous head. Maybe that's That's it. a fact. Just a gravity But fact. 99% Neanderthal. Well, yeah. that's uh, No, that's, see, I'm not 99% Neanderthal. I'm in the 99th percentile. Right, same thing. Percentile of... Never mind. But, man, you do the swimming, and then you take the break and go over to the concession stand and get some sort of little popsicle thing or whatever. I mean, that's just freaking fantastic. It's good times. Yeah. That's good American fun. They're in an incredibly high level of chlorine to take care of all the disgusting (laughs) microbes that everybody's releasing out of their not-quite-clean bodies. Right. Shaving her legs at the poo. At the end of the Um, So Facebook did confirm it's tracking your mouse movements on the screen. Which is interesting. The, the Facebook is starting to remind me of like the NSA and people like that. They don't they don't divulge anything more than they have to, and they only finally admit things when they're in a position where it would legally be a problem. And they will out they will bald facedly bold facedly deny something that they actually do. And then when they're caught at it, say, well, yeah, I guess we kind of do that. Yeah, the point is they only begrudgingly, finally, when they have to admit these things, they don't offer them up. There's not like some place you can go and just get the information of all the ways that they're spying on you. Only when they're forced to by the media or law or whatever do they finally admit to it. Right. And they finally admitted to it after a whole bunch of different documents that had come forward. from. Well, it's, it's some of the questioning that Zuckerberg did where he said, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you, Senator. Senator, I'll be glad to get back to you. Where they they did get back to him, and they're and he's getting back to them. U.S. Senate Committee sent over a 225 page document with a lot of questions, and Facebook answered some of them. and And one of them was that, yeah, oh yeah, we're we're tracking people's mouse clicks on their computer. Uh, once once Facebook is into their computer, uh-huh. and um, people didn't know that before. Among the other things that they're doing, accessing all your uh, contacts and all that different stuff. Um, it's, it's, it's troubling. Uh, I've, I've just got to change my view of what Zuckerberg is. 
He's a man that knows no bounds. As to, he, he has no limits in terms of how much he thinks he should be able to take from you of your personal information. Right, right. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day, that Facebook gave various device makers really deep access to all your data and all your friends' data, <clears throat> which, again, is the great, brilliant dodge. No, I'm not uh, I'm not agreeing to that. No way. I, I won't release that data. Well, if I'm friends with anybody who said yes to that question, they get my data. Isn't that which incredible? Which is incredibly insidious. And uh, Nobody would agree to that, by the way. No. You can, you can put that in the fine print of a 9,000-page uh, agreement in lawyer language. Nobody would say yes to that. So the New York Times found that they can obtain data about a user's Facebook friends, device makers, and others who are granted this access, even those who have denied Facebook permission to share information from any third parties. In interviews, several former Facebook software engineers and security experts said they were surprised at the ability to override sharing restrictions, uh, said Ashkan Soltani, a research and privacy consultant who formerly worked for blah, blah, blah. Quote, it's like having door locks installed, only to find out that the locksmith also gave keys to all of his friends so they can come in and rifle through your stuff without having to ask you for permission so i maybe this goes against being a libertarian since we're supposed to take care of ourselves and be smart enough not but these agreements that you can't read and won't read i mean on one hand on one hand the information's there for you if you want it but it's unrealistic it's completely unrealistic that you're going to read all that and understand it isn't Mm -hmm. it some of these are hundreds of pages long Right. So well, how, do, how do we figure that out? And how about just, just what I said? The Nobody would agree to that. Is that some sort of standard? If a court of law looks at something and says, look, the average person, nobody would agree to this. Well, I, I think you have the information you need now and, and vote with your feet. If you don't want to put up with it, don't. Well, Get it's off too of late Facebook. in many cases. All your information's already gone. Yeah, yeah, true enough. Most of what Facebook wants is just what you want to buy and what you're interested in. Well, and all your friends' phone numbers and addresses and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, the IG report's coming out today on the whole Clinton email scandal and the FBI's role and what did Comey do? And we're going to talk a little bit about that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.